0: Did you ever wonder? Did you ever wonder? I do. Did you ever wonder why the sun always rises, but the stars never fall? Why dry land is never satisfied by water? and why fire never says enough? Enough. So today on Bible Wonders, we're gonna wonder about what was the ultimate deception, which you may know happened in the Garden of Eden with Eve. And actually I never put it together before today, but what happened with Adam? as he now had a similar choice to what Eve had because she had already taken the forbidden fruit, yet it said he wasn't deceived in the book of Hebrews. But for him to make the choice that he had, clearly he chose death over God. And as we wonder about that, it leads us to this letter, Hoof, and through the letter Hoof, for me was an insight that really leads me back to, oh my goodness, Look what we can find as we unravel this deception. So it's going to take a minute to get there, but believe me, the payoff is huge, so stay with us. So the letter hoof, the letter that begins the word deceive, which is like a C that's turned backwards from my perspective. You see Jewish men wear their hamakas, and this is that kind of a crown. And for them, this is a super consciousness which we'll get into a second how that relates, but through that super-consciousness, they actually are connected to God. But it's meant to be this shofar, not the one that we usually see twisted, but one that's bent, and it looks like a C. So there's a pipe that comes out of the top, and there's a pipe that comes out of the bottom. And in that, it makes the crown. And so when you say crown in Hebrew, it starts with that hoof, for obvious reasons. But let's just talk about super consciousness for a minute. And the idea behind that is that when we hook into God, we can activate our super consciousness with this crown. A good example of this was last summer I really wanted to play classical gas, something I'd enjoyed, enjoyed, musically for years and it was from my perspective one of the most difficult guitar pieces that you could learn as a classical guitarist and I took classical guitar when I was a kid and it was always my um, (laughs) dream to be able to learn to play that well at the same time I was having this desire to play it I was beginning to understand this concept of the superconsciousness, and I really wanted to try it out. <laughs> so to picture this bent shofar, to get the idea of the superconsciousness, there's a pipe that comes out of the top and a pipe that comes out of the bottom, because it's hollow. And then the curve in the middle is what, you know, obviously makes it look like a C, or in this case, the hoof. Well, the pipe coming out of the top is the concept of pleasure. And the pipe coming out of the bottom is the concept of desire. So the two superconscious concepts are pleasure and desire and the way that worked when it came to classical gas is like this. That if you have this pleasure in mind that's just unbelievable, that you would really enjoy being able to interpret classical gas yourself, be able to play it well enough that you actually could make it your own, then that desire would drive your intellect to your body to get it to learn and train itself to be able to play the piece. And so you see, how does somebody learn how to play the piano so well? It starts out with they anticipate the pleasure of that and that super consciousness drives the desire to the point that they're willing to practice, 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 practice. Because I can tell you it was a lot, a lot of practice. And then to make matters worse, I was trimming my bushes and hacked off the end of my little finger on my left hand, which is the one I used to play classical gas, so then I got a chance to learn how to play classical gas with three fingers, and God and I did that, and I illustrated to myself all too well, wow, this really works. Well, that becomes critical in the understanding of the word lie, which is kahash, right, And we've talked about, and the word lie begins with this letter, which really was confusing to me, and has been confusing to me for a couple weeks. It's like, I, I get the life, and I get the consumption, and I, we even talked about being lean, and, and, and we talked about how he desired truth in the innermost parks, and we talked about, you know, how truth was all involved in the call. So I was still confused, and I still may be a little bit confused on why this letter hoof would be at the beginning of the word lie. So as you might imagine, I prayed and prayed for God to give me an understanding And I feel like I've got muddy boots again trampling around in something holy. But here is what I believe God has showed me about this word. When I think about the ultimate deception, okay, the ultimate deception, I'm sure you would agree with me, was the one where Satan got Eve to bite into this fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. And what was the deception? The deception was that God was holding out on you. And so why would that be of consequence to Eve and when I think about so many people fear like Social Security running out or you know this client I'm gonna have is not gonna be here with me forever in other words we feel like life is coming to an end and we feel like God is holding out on us because this isn't gonna last forever well you can imagine Eve in the garden and She's never heard the concept of death until God tells her, well, if you eat this fruit, you're surely going to die. And so now all of a sudden, here comes this concept that life may have an end to it. And so Satan used that to say that, Eve, God is holding out on you, that your life, these things aren't going to go along so great forever. There will be an end to this, and this is why you need this other knowledge. (laughs) Well if you are tracking with me let's go back through the letters for a minute so if you get this idea of the super understanding the pleasures of life so to speak and the second letter is life itself it's a het which we've talked about before it means life and so here we have sort of the pleasures of life and then that last letter as we talked about before being a shin means to oxidize and so the deception is that wow The sun is burning up, (laughs) you know, that that things aren't going to last forever, and it's the ultimate deception because as Jesus comes back, we're going to have life even more than we have it today. We're going to have pleasure even more than we have today. In other words, when we have that spirit of poverty that makes us skinny, what we're thinking is that God is not going to meet these needs. So... As I thought about this, the beautiful thing is that the 23rd Psalm is the actual opposite of this deception, (laughs) like, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, right, he makes me lay down in green pastures, he leads me beside still waters, he restores my soul, right, because when you think about the superconsciousness, what is that? All those pleasures, it is God, okay, (laughs) and it is life, and it is not going away, folks. That's a deception, okay? Okay. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, right, it, <laughs> I'm not fear any evil because He's with me. This rod and staff they comfort me, right? And I I left out the part where he, you know He guides me in paths of righteousness for His namesake. Well, of course He does. He's got to keep me on the path towards life. <laughs> okay, <laughs> He anoints me with oil. That's fatness, by the way. <laughs> right? He prepares a table. Right? I'm getting fat. You know, He He He's, he's Think about how much food is involved in the 23rd Psalm. It's absolutely beautiful. And then surely, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Are you hearing this? (laughs) And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. How long? Forever. All right? The opposite of deception or the opposite of the lie is the 23rd Psalm as I think about it, I hope you've enjoyed this. I, I feel like God's really showing me something cool today on Bible Wonders. Do you ever wonder